welcome back to the Wives Club podcast. Um, it's just Sid here today with a very special guest. <laughs> <laughs> My husband, Christopher. Yes. Say hello. Hello, I'm here. We're both a little <laughs> angsty about recording this podcast tonight because we actually recorded it once before. But um, I'm not the most tech-savvy person and lost all the audio. So we're back at it again. It's okay. We get a do-over. <laughs> yeah. Recording the same episode. Hopefully it's as good as and as candid as the first. And yeah, it, I think it'll be really fun, though. We wanted to figure out a way to have our husbands on the podcast without having all of them on at once like with all of us like all eight of us so we thought it would be fun to do little individual episodes with just us and our husbands so do you want to just jump right in babe I have a few little topics I was thinking I wanted to do just like um just kind of like a chat with us just cash kind of get to know us (laughs) (laughs) and um just kind of like tell our life story I don't know Chris is also very skeptical that no one cares which well no no one does but that's okay maybe it's true (laughs) but we're gonna tell you anyway so tell me where you grew up Chris well, I grew up in a lot of different places, kind of. I moved around a lot when I was a kid. Um, I was born in Logan, and then my family moved, I think, five or six times by the time I was in high school. So Yeah, that's like a big difference in the way that we grew up, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, true. Where did you... Can you name all the places? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. In I, order? I think so, yeah. No, I, I mean, there's not that I'd many I'd like the year? Yeah. <laughs> How old you were... Yeah, no, it is it is weird how all those details sort of blur together. Like, I have lots of different memories, and sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly where, where I was were. living when they occurred. But. I know, whenever I'm with their family, they're like, were we in the... Wait, I was going to say a state that you didn't live in. <laughs> I <almost> said <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, we never lived in Iowa. <laughs> like, they were, they're like, were we in the Illinois house or the Boston house? I can't remember which house. Yeah, like, it's true. It's, it all blends. But, so, I was born in Logan, and then we moved um, when I was, like, three months old to Michigan. My dad went there and did a PhD. And then, uh, so we were there for, like, five-ish years, I think. And then from Michigan, we went to Vancouver, Canada. And um, from Vancouver, we moved to, I think Illinois was next. Yeah. And then Massachusetts, Boston, and then California. Is that all of them? Yeah, probably. So what is that, like five places? Yeah. Yep. Kind of crazy. But you kind of claim Northern California. Yeah, I went to high school in in Northern California in Danville. And so when people ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from there. Because I guess, yeah. Like, I think your most formative years usually are when you're in middle school slash high school. Yeah, you moved there when you were in Yeah, so that's definitely where I'm from, I would say. Yeah. But I liked moving around a lot when I was a kid. I think... I mean, I think it was hard, you know, always being the new kid, but it was also kind of fun, and I think it made me uh, learn how to make friends quickly. It forced me to make friends quickly, I guess, 
and kind of learn how to get along with lots of different types of people and yeah yeah so I I feel like I'm more adaptable because of it. Yeah, and, I think uh, it definitely formed you into a very, like, extroverted, talkative <laughs> life. That's probably true, yeah. I mean, at least more comfortable just with people that I don't necessarily know. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did not move around a lot. My parents still live in the same house that we moved to. I don't know how old I was. I think I was, like, five when we moved there. Um, but I loved growing up in the same place. I went to elementary, middle, and high school with, like, all the same people and college with some, and so. (laughs) (laughs) With the other wives from the club? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, there were a lot of people I went to college with from my high school. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of true. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked growing up in Vegas and I love that my parents still live there and I can still go back and like show Chris my high school and we all my siblings go to the same high school and stuff so it's kind of fun they have like all the same teachers and maybe maybe those teachers take it out on them no since they had you no I was a great <laughs> student oh where are you yeah you probably were a good yeah, student. yeah Reagan has this year, she has a math teacher that I you had. You weren't mean to the teachers, at least. So they, no. They yeah, she has a math teacher that I had my junior year. And she was like, I heard she's mean. And I was like, I don't know. Me and her were pretty tight. Like, <laughs> I was like we were friends. Like, I think she really That's liked good. me. That's good. So, yeah, that is a big difference. And then what did you um, do for sports growing up? I played a lot of sports when I was a kid, when I was little. Very sporty. And he was also... <laughs> Quite the Troy Bolton character no, in high school. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> he gets so mad when I say that, but if any of you have seen <laughs> oh High School Musical, <laughs> then you know that a boy who plays on the basketball team and is in qu- show choir yeah, well, doing musical type choir situations. It is true that's that I kind did of do, Troy Bolton. I did do both of those things. I participated in both activities, but yeah. I don't know if I was really like great at any of them (laughs) and I I also don't look like Zac Efron which is unfortunate I guess for me but oh thanks no but yeah like sports sports I think are great when you're a little kid because they kind of help you I don't know like exercise and stay healthy but also develop some like affinity for working with the team and also losing like they teach you how to lose and be a good loser um, <laughs> which I lost a lot when I was a little kid. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, it was fun. So I played basketball and soccer and baseball and... Um, ice hockey. Ice hockey. I did play ice hockey. Yeah, that's true. Accurate. Um, yeah, everybody in Canada loves <laughs> hockey. I mean, ba- yeah, so those are ba- the basic ones. I love basketball, so that was like my favorite sport. Totally f- fell in love with it. And then in high school, somehow made basketball teams and got to play in high school, and that was super fun. That's really awesome. loved that. So, and want to give us any background on your singing or no? The singing, <laughs> I see. I'm not a good singer. He actually does have a really good voice. Oh wow, that was so nice. Um, no, I yeah, I, I don't know. I it was surprise. It surprised me that I enjoyed choir. To be honest, but you I, did it in high school because when you moved to Danville, that's what everyone true. did. True. Yes. Which yeah. is so shocking because <laughs> choir was like choir was for the weird kids at your school 
wasn't yeah, it? I don't want to offend anyone. Oh, they were in choir. Okay, well, no, yeah, no. I when I I kind of thought the same thing. Like I moved from when I moved from Boston, and I heard that everyone where I was moving did choir. I was like, oh no, where have I moved? Yeah. Like this is going to be kind of interesting. But it ended up being really fun, and like I'm glad that all that. I, that my friends did it because I probably never would have chosen to do it on my own, but I actually ended up really enjoying it, and it was That's like a, it was a super great time. So That's awesome. Yeah. Ooh, I wish we could pull out some of those videos and post them on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's some doozy YouTube videos remember, of remember the San Ramon when, Valley High School Choir. You're going to say it so everyone can look it up. <laughs> I am, I'm leaving that in. I really <laughs> okay. hope someone looks that up. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, yeah. I tried a lot of sports growing up. Um, I agree. I think that I feel like we're both pretty big, big advocates for, like, putting your kids in a lot of stuff, letting them, like, try whatever they want and, like, just always having, like, something extra to be on a team and like be f- I was gonna say physical yeah yeah <laughs> like just like yeah in all my in all my time said. as a parent yeah I'm a big advocate it's, of no, no like I I feel like we talk about it a lot though like we yeah. definitely I hope my kids want to we do that both stuff. grew up doing a lot of sports and so I feel like we definitely want to yeah for sure put our kids on sports but anyway yeah my mom and dad my dad I have three sisters and the youngest is a boy and so my dad really you have three sisters and the youngest is a boy i have three sisters and one brother and he's the youngest so when i was growing like when (laughs) i was little i'm just making fun of you oh thank you um my dad really wanted us to be sporty so that we could play sports with him and unfortunately for him none of us were very athletic in that way we tried my mom put us in swimming lessons in tennis lessons ice skating um I never played soccer but my younger sisters did and yeah they just tried a lot of stuff but she also put us in dance really really young and we just loved it and so here's what I think is funny it's you're athletic for sure because you did tons and tons of dance at a very high level and you're also insanely competitive, which is one of the funnier things I've discovered since we've been married. Like, how competitive you are. It's pretty, I am especially, it's genuinely hilarious. Like, we'll play, we'll, we have a, this really solid two player game. It's called Lost Cities, two player card game for all you uh, board gamers out there yeah. or whatever. Um, anyway, we love to play this game, just the two of us. And Sid will get so angry if she loses. Like, it's like, like to the point of like, we, might not speak for the rest of the evening. Like, That's not true. It is, yeah, though. I do have a pretty competitive so she's super side. Good. But the weird thing is that, so you're, you're athletic and you're competitive, but, like, you don't like any sports, which just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, why why is that, you know? I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, I feel like I'm just very um, fragile. Like, I, I would run away from the ball instead of, like, being aggressive, like, yeah. towards it. Like, I'm not super, like, aggressive like that. Like, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah, maybe it's the aggression thing. Yeah. Sports do require a certain amount of, like, kind of aggressive Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't really have that. So, yeah, I loved dance. Um, when I got into, like, middle school, let's see, I started doing competitions in, like, fourth grade, which always made my youngest sister really mad because my, she start, my mom started me 
on a competition team really young and then when she got to Reagan my youngest sister she was like okay we're waiting a while for you to do competitions because it just ended up being a lot of hours um at like a young age um which Reagan is now amazing it all worked out for her she still dances as a, she didn't need to be a competitive four-year-old to, yeah to get ahead yeah in the it, dance all, world. it all worked out for Goodness. her yeah so I started competing going to competitions like in fourth grade and then um in like middle school and then in high school it obviously became more intense a lot more hours um it was like I mean it was like 25 hours a week and we were traveling a lot for competitions like during competition season it was like every other weekend we were gone at a competition just I don't know we just loved it me and my me and my sister were just talking because when I was in Utah with my family our youngest sister Reagan had to stay home for dance which is like the story of my family's life someone's always staying home from something for dance and um but me and my sister Lex were saying like it's hard in the moment like it was hard in the moment to give up a lot of like social stuff or like family trips or whatever um but now looking back I don't regret it at all and I don't even remember anything that I missed out on because I have like all of the memories that I made what I like at the dance competition that I was at or whatever I was doing and I like didn't even know what I was missing out on you know so like yeah it's definitely hard when you're like in eighth grade and like everyone's going to the eighth grade dance and like you can't go (laughs) because of dance like those are like really hard decisions but yeah I loved it and I retired myself in (laughs) my senior year um because I had I developed I guess I had really bad scoliosis um I say I developed it because no one really knows why you get it like there's no genetic reasons that anyone gets it or anything Mm -mm. no one knows why you get it like it's just at random that you get it so that's really interesting yeah it's really weird and there's like basically no cure for it like there's no way to like once you have it there's no way to get rid of it once your back is bent your back is bent yeah (laughs) there's no way to get rid of it you sort of have to just deal with it yeah so it started off obviously really small did you get checked for it in seventh grade yeah yeah everybody does i remember yeah it's kind of weird they make you like bend over (laughs) yeah i remember it was kind of like controversial like are you gonna do it or are you not you can you can choose i think you can opt out of not doing it i think maybe i'm remembering wrong but i remember i already knew i had it we had found it like the year before so it was like so nervous to go because I like already knew I was gonna have it and I didn't know what they were gonna do if they like found it you know like I was like oh gosh it's gonna be like (laughs) what do you think they were gonna do they're just gonna beat you no like I just (laughs) didn't want them to like be like pull me aside or like just like make it a big make it a thing yeah Yeah, like make it a big scene for a middle schooler yeah so I already knew I had it and then I just grew really tall really fast um in middle school and I think that I mean as yeah, far as we know help. is yeah that just made it get worse faster um so yeah I it was really painful um especially when I was dancing so much and um by the time I had surgery I had surgery my senior year of high school um it was like a 70 degree curve oh, so so crazy that's really intense if you think about like a straight back would be zero degrees um so it was what in the world it was really bad and I like I was super lopsided I had like a really big like 
basically hump on one side where it was curving towards. Um, and so, yeah, that was, like, weird, too. That, like, made me really self-conscious. Yeah. Growing up, too. Especially because I was really slim, and so it was, like, very noticeable. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot covering it up. So, anyways, yeah, I had crazy back surgery my senior year, which ended up, I've never told this story on the podcast, but it ended up being kind of a crazy surgery because... Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> Yeah, this is the craziest story ever. I know. It just blows my mind. I know, it's crazy. I had a 10-hour back surgery. Basically, scoliosis surgery is um, they just pull your spine as straight as it'll go. Yeah, they cut cut your back open, and then they grab your back and your spine, and they, like, pull it into alignment and then keep it there with a bunch of screws in place. Yeah, so... But what was crazy is what happened after. (laughs) Yeah, and then... I woke up from anesthesia. I had the IV ready to go with all of the pain meds, and I was in a lot of pain the like first night after surgery. And so, like through the night, I didn't sleep at all. I was in so much pain, and I didn't know how much pain I was supposed to be in. Like I didn't know if I was just being a baby or like what was going on, but. Um, when the nurses changed in the morning, she, my mom was like explaining to her and the doctor that I was in a lot of pain and the nurse was like kind of looking around my IVs and stuff. And she was like, um, I think this is why she's in a lot of pain. And she like held up basically like an empty cord that like wasn't plugged in. And she was like, this is her IV cord. That's not plugged in for the pain medicine, for the pain medicine. So you, you got cut open. They pulled your back into alignment, screwed it all together, sewed you back up, and then didn't give you any painkillers yeah. for, like, 24 hours. Yeah, so what yeah. So what had happened was, is, like, my IV either never got plugged in or, like, unplugged at some point when they were, like, moving me into a different room. And so, yeah, I literally had no painkiller <laughs> the entire crazy. time after surgery, which was so crazy. My mom about died she was so mad i bet yeah and you're tough man it just shows you what you can go through yeah it is kind of crazy like what you can deal with the pain you can deal with i mean that that's about as intense a pain as i can imagine i can't even remember now but i i all i remember is just like being i was in so much pain like so much pain terrible so yeah that was really crazy ended up like slowing things down for like healing a ton I was only supposed to be in the hospital for like three days and I was there for like eight Mm. or something like that so anyway crazy crazy but I healed really quick after that I went back to school like three weeks later and yeah so that was like the main reason um I quit dance and then but I was happy I made that decision I was able to be healed and stuff at a good time and I was able to have a little bit of a social life my senior year which was super good for me so yeah that's that's that story so Chris is three years older than me so you graduate high school in 2013 right Mm -hmm. yep and then you go to BYU for a year Mm -hmm. and then you went on your mission where so I went on a mission to upstate New York, Rochester, Buffalo area, and 
it was an interesting experience for sure. I it was really cold in the winter and it snowed a ton. The, honestly, the winter it was unbelievably cold and crazy and horrible. That yeah, Buffalo is right on the Canadian border, and so I I I like to think it was base. I basically experienced a full on Canadian winter. I always think of the one was it one day or how many days. There was one time when I was on my mission up there where it snowed eight like eight feet in two days in Buffalo, which was. And you just... said you opened the front door and it was a wall of snow, like you couldn't leave. Well, no, that didn't happen. That happened. Oh, that didn't happen to me, but there were people. Oh. There were. I saw pictures of that. Did you have to go help that. then? Did you have um, to like shovel old ladies out of their house? <laughs> there were no old ladies that we shoveled out of okay, that situation, you. but. But yeah, like we did a lot of shoveling snow during the winter because it was it was a good way sure. to like help people and try to talk yeah, to people sure. and stuff. So I say that he's three years older than me because when he was on his mission, I was a junior in high school and like we've talked about going on church history tour before and we went to the East Coast and Buffalo, New York just happened to be one of the places we went to. And we went to, when I was on CHT, they used to do that, is it the town of Buffalo? No, no, no. It, who, the pageant, who puts it on? The yeah. pageant is, the, the church used to put on a big play that like tells the story of the it's Book of Mormon. It's called the Hill Cumorah pageant. Oh, it's in Hill Cumorah. Well, it's in Palmyra. Oh, um, so yeah, the church used to like put it on. I guess it was just like the local ward would do it, right? No, no, no. It's like a big, per- well... There's a, there's a kind of an organization that puts it on it. Back in the day, it used to be just the the local congregation oh, that would do it. But now yeah. it's like a big thing, and people come from all over the world. To yeah, it. it's like a big deal. They actually don't do it anymore. Yeah, they just canceled it. They like just last canceled year. it. Yeah, like last year. So, anyways, we went to the pageant, and at the pageant, like the people kind of like helping people like get to their seats, and like they talk to people before it starts are the missionaries, like, in the area that are serving in the area. They all, like, come to the pageant. Well, and even the ones that aren't necessarily doing anything to help, are they usually bring people or whatever. Anyway, I was there most of the nights of the pageant. So most likely we were there at the same time. But yeah, it's so weird paths, to think but didn't, about. But didn't ever meet each other or anything, obviously. But Yeah, we always joke that maybe we'll see it in the movie in heaven that's yeah (laughs) yeah or maybe one day i'll find a picture for my mission and you'll just randomly be in the background of it yeah i I haven't looked but i should look through yeah so that's kind of funny that we didn't even know each other but we were there at the same time Mm -hmm. um so then i went to uvu you go back to byu Mm -hmm. and i've told the story of how we met but i wanted to hear your side if you have any, if you, Chris actually um, doesn't listen to the podcast, so he wouldn't even know what I said I've, I've, on that episode. I've, I've listened to an episode. I don't know. I just feel like I've already heard all of the, the stories and whatnot, so maybe I, I should be more supportive of the podcast. Very unsupportive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but... Well, I don't know what your side of the story was. But. I told it, but I'm just, I was just going to oh, say yeah. if you had anything to add about the night we met... No, I well, it was, it was definitely cool. Like I feel like we talked about this before, but it was very uh, special. Like we just really connected like immediately, and it was really easy to um, to talk, and it was fun, and and we really jived like pretty immediately. Yeah. And so I think we always I, say not it that was that like, doesn't happen, but it just yeah. you could tell. It's hard to describe, but there was just something different. About. It was like honestly electric, like it was just yeah, like about our relationship, immediate. Yeah. So well, that's that's, that's nice. my side. 
What was Best night of my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was your first impression of me? Um, well, <laughs> I mean, I, so I, the, the first night we met was probably not the first impression I ever had of you. Because I had seen you around at stuff before. So I didn't really, obviously I didn't know you, but Maybe. I had seen, I had seen you around and stuff. I actually, what's funny is I actually thought you were dating someone else and yeah, that's when I first I when I first met you I was like are you this person's girlfriend like that's like the first thing I said to you yeah it's kind of funny but but you did know who I was yeah I had seen had you met. you didn't know who I was but I knew yeah, who you were that's the awkward part is I had never seen you before I didn't know you it's very flattering yeah <laughs> it was a big deal I have that impression on people yeah no no I'm just kidding yeah I felt like so my first impression was the night we met, and I felt like you were very just like, <laughs> I, I, you were so different than any like boy I'd met because you were like really cool, like you liked to skateboard and you like, I don't know, you just were like cool. Very cool. <laughs> but like, you were also like really, uh, I don't know how to say it, like, <laughs> why are you holding back laughter? <laughs> I'm just so nervous about what you're going to no, say. No, I don't want to say. I was going to say, like, emotional, but I don't think you were emotional. But, I was like, very emo. You were just, like, no, you were just, like, really open with, like, me and my friends. Like, you would, like, tell us about past relationships and, like, stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you were just, like, really open with, like, I don't know, your feelings. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Or you are just, like, I don't know. Or you were, like, the first night we met, you, like, admitted that you, like, love chick flick movies and, like... See, that was all just part of the game. Like, that was part of my game. But you know what I mean? Like, as, like, a first impression, I was like, wow, like, he's so he's so cool. Like, <laughs> so it works. He likes to skateboard and watch Endless Love with me. Oh, like. my gosh. The worst movie in history. The so, cheesiest of all movies. I don't know if that's a first impression, but that's kind of how I felt. Like, I was, like... I had never met anyone who was, I was like, so in touch with my sensitive side. <laughs> I feel like that sounds so lame, but it's true. Do you agree, or you just well, think I, I'm crazy? Well, I think that I literally, when, when it comes to, like, dating, I have zero game. Like, you know how dudes always talk about having game and, like, being able to be cool around girls and, like, but get that's them to why go? But that's why I liked you so much, is you weren't trying to, like... I just like, wasn't good at that, and so I think like you weren't you weren't like saying like weird pickup lines or like saying any like, <laughs> like you weren't saying anything to me like we just started talking like normal you know yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. maybe that was like very different for me at the time I like, guess yeah a lot of weird pickup lines in your life before me <laughs> I just I just went on a lot of like Provo is a weird place yeah, like people love to go to on date. these like very like formulaic dates where they're like will you go on a date with me and, I did a or, lot of and those. usually they do some weird line or something to like yeah but, I and I just like could never do that so that's I think why relate our relationship worked was because we just we had a good group of friends and it formed very naturally yeah me. yeah it was a natural friendship yeah okay so we dated for a little while and then we got engaged were you so nervous to get engaged yeah weirdly <laughs> Anybody who has proposed probably knows what this feels like, but like it's the strangest. Like we feeling. had talked, we had been dating for almost a year, and we had talked a lot before we got yeah. engaged about getting married. Yeah, like, so you know, you I was know that she's gonna say yes. You know she's gonna say yes, but it's so 
nerve-wracking for no like for no apparent reason it's just so weirdly nerve-wracking yeah. i'm sure that anybody who's proposed knows what that and i was like, like but... shaking too yeah but it was really magical it was nice i didn't have to do anything to set anything up because maddie pritt um, did everything <laughs> for me which was really nice but you guys had like some modeling photo shoot or something set up so i just literally yeah. crashed that at the time it was I all was, set up nice yeah and... i was doing a lot of modeling at the time so it like wasn't unusual to like ask me to do a shoot for something and yeah then he just showed up at the shoot and it was all on video and pictures and totally worked out yeah it was really cute um and then i was going to ask you how i guess we could have talked about this before we talked about our engagement story but how did you know i was the one and Mm, were you nervous did you feel like i was immature because i was only 20 (laughs) i guess i was 19 when we got engaged yeah. Like, did you, were, you, were, were really, you like, I guess you were young. Were you like, uh, okay, well, actually I can answer that myself. Uh, I know that you, you yeah, were sure. like, how do you know that you're ready at 19 years old? Because Chris questioned me so much. Like <laughs> he like, which was great. Like it, it did really force me to be like, okay, how do I know? Like, am I ready? Like, and then have to like articulate that to him. Well, I think, otherwise, I think that was probably me trying to ask myself in a weird, in yeah. a way. It's sort of like it's hard to know whether you should get married or not. And so we had some real, like, legitimate Seriously. conversations about it. And I don't I, know if either of us had like a defining moment of like how when we knew we were the one. Yeah. Well, you asked how I knew. Oh yeah. I. I don't know. I, I think, well, first of all, you have to date for, like, I I think that you have to date for a, a significant, decently a significant amount of time. I mean, I, I don't know how, and I, this happens with different people, and if they know, they know, I guess. But for me, it was just, it took a while to kind of, you know, we dated for almost a full year, which I guess, I guess outside of the LDS world is not that long before no. you decide to get married. But, but it was, I, I think it took that amount of time for us to like get to know each other well enough and um just to know that we really wanted to get married because even you know I we knew we were totally in love pretty early but I think it takes some time to um decide that you want to take the risk of committing to each other in 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 a marriage because it's 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 a weird crazy leap of faith I think even if you technically know that they're the one the that sort of commitment is not something that you've ever really done before right like by definition it's it's this new level of commitment and so um I think I more so than I I knew that I loved you and I knew that we would be great together but I think I had to get to a place more so than knowing you were the one, I think that was probably obvious pretty early. Maybe even honestly the first night we met. Because <laughs> it was just that special. But but I think I had to get to a place where I was ready to like make that sort of a commitment. Yeah. And, on, and I feel I like we, we like, it was honestly a decision. Like it wasn't so much like, ah, like you fall in love and then you get married. Like it was like totally. a decision. You almost have to decide like, and then after we decided that we were going to get married, like we constantly had to like 
Recommit. Be like, yeah, yeah, like recommit. Like, okay, we are getting married. Like, this is what we have to do to get married. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, and that's an important pattern in life. I think because even, even after, after you, you get married, yeah, yeah, totally. Even after you are married, you have to uh, every day recommit. Be, in a, in a, in a weird way, I think that that's true. Like, it, it's funny. You think that life is going to be a certain way once you get to a certain point. You're like, oh, this is what I think my life will be like when I'm married. But it's just. It's so it's so interesting. It's just not that different in yeah. some ways. Like, you're not married one day, and then the next day you wake up and you're married. And, yeah. and it's, so it's not a matter of just you make a commitment one time and then you're good to go. You have to continue to nurture yeah. that and recommit, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, then we... That got really weirdly deep. <laughs> some marriage advice from us <laughs> in all of our two years of marriage. All of our knowledge. Listen to us about what we know. Um, and then we got married June 2nd in 2018, and it was a great day. Yeah. A great summer day. I'll get... A great summer day. <laughs> it was. It was. It actually was because it, it was wasn't... was very hot. Okay, I was going to say it wasn't that it hot. It was hot. It was way Everyone hot. Everyone tells me that, and I literally don't remember no, It was all. for sure hot, and then luckily it kind of cooled off at night for our reception, yeah. but it was definitely way hot. Because we had a reception outside which I will get into another day. You could you should talk about that. Yeah, I'll get into another podcast. day of why our reception was outside in June in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Not ideal. But yeah, now we we both just graduated um, college and we just moved out to Washington DC. Do you like living here? Yeah, I like it. I like it too. It it's hard for me. Well, <laughs> it is hard for me too just to be far away from the west and our family yeah our it's really friend. hard it was really hard to leave our friends and family and it's still really hard to be far away from everyone especially right now because there's like not a lot going on in dc like there normally is and that's like, true nothing is open we did all the touristy stuff last summer when we were yeah. here for an internship but it's it is pretty lame yeah, just, it's just how, like, how few people there are and how not busy the city is. I, in one way, it's kind of nice because the traffic is really light. But yeah. in, in another way, it's sort of like, it's pretty kind of lame. Yeah, you know? like we're just kind of doing normal to, life. Like yeah. it doesn't really feel like we're like, because I kind of thought like it would feel like we were on vacation for a little while, you know. But it honestly hasn't felt that way because it's kind of, we're just kind of like doing normal life, which is great. Yeah, well, and it, the, I think the maybe the harder thing about moving out here was just it was a bit hard to make friends soon, like right off the bat, yeah. because we had so little interaction with people around us. Yeah. Um, outside, like I, I, you know, I would go, luckily I go into the office at the Senate every day, but other than the people I see there who are great, and we made friends fairly quickly there, but yeah, but like all of, we didn't go to church, and that's a place usually we would have made a lot of friends. Yeah. And, so we've slowly connected with people, but it was hard at first. Yeah. Yeah. And now I was going to say the last topic that everyone's dying to know about. I'm just kidding. No one cares. <laughs> we, so, yeah, we moved and we're having a baby boy. Yes. And I don't think Very we've exciting. talked on the podcast yet about that. We're having a boy. We are. And I'm so, so excited. I'm surprising myself at how excited I am <laughs> that it's a boy because I thought it was a girl and so I thought that I would be like kind of shook if it wasn't a girl but I am so excited and I'm 18 weeks right now so we're almost halfway wow 
Time flies. Wild. Time flies. Yeah. I was telling Sid the other day. It doesn't. It really kind of doesn't feel real for me. I think it's different for a girl who is actually carrying the baby, but sometimes I just forget it's even happening, and then I'll I'll remember, and it's like, whoa, that's happening. Yeah, I never forget. (laughs) Constant reminder. Yeah, my pants are so tight. (laughs) The constant reminder of my day. (laughs) None of my clothes fit anymore. Um, Do we have a name? We have a couple of names we're going back and forth about. Me and Chris do not agree on a lot of names, so it's been more <laughs> difficult than I thought it would be to name him, but I thought we decided on a name. No? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. Chris doesn't... He's not totally on board yet, which is... Then I don't know if that's it. So. No, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, we had, like, a few names that we liked, and I think think that we've kind of narrowed it down to one but we still have one other that we really like so if he's born and it's just not his name we do have another one that we like (laughs) it's a backup plan yeah so yeah we're really excited for that that's like kind of the only thing new that's like going on it's a big new thing with us yeah so we're excited for that I feel like Is that all? Do you have anything else you want to say? No. Well, I think that's a good place to end. So follow us on Instagram and you can see all of, we post a lot of stuff about the episodes and we post a new episode every Wednesday and (laughs) we'll see you next week. Will you say bye with me? Sure. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Bye. No, I cannot (laughs) do that. (laughs) Okay, bye.